Life is beautiful and complicated. But the good news is it gets even less complicated and more beautiful, albeit more chaotic as we grow. So why not grab a drink and let's enjoy the chaos together. Hey y'all. Hey. Good morning. Oh, good morning. It is the morning. It is the morning. Welcome to Enjoy the Chaos. We are back. On location. On location. Another early morning recording. (laughs) It's another coffee morning. I am trying a new coffee though. We have uh, have a new coffee shop that's opened up in town and I am nothing if not a consumer. And I have seen enough people post about this cinnamon churro latte that I felt like that's what I needed in my life this morning. And it is delicious. I love it. It's delicious. I do like it. Um, So if you are a native of Albany, Leesburg area. You got to try them out. Stop by the morning cafe and have you a churro latte. That's right. I had one Saturday morning, a brevet. And it was really good. Now, remind me what a brevet is. So it's like a cappuccino, but it is got a lot of foam at the top. Like like when I told her I wanted a cappuccino dry, she's like, you just want a brevet? And I'm like, yes. Because oh. really it just comes that way. You don't have to say dry. Okay. Cappuccino dry. Is that right, B? Yeah, Our barista. <laughs> cappuccino dry. What does it do mm-hmm. for you to have the foam? I, I just love the foam. It is like one of my favorite really? things. Like if, if I order an espresso for dessert and there's, I'm like, I take the spoon and I like eat it like ice cream. The foam off? Yeah. I just don't understand. Just like that. Where's the cream and the kind sugar go? <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, Which is she's the quintessential she part. Like, what, what, what do you want in it? And I'm like, nothing. She's like, nothing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> I don't want anything in it. Is that the dry part? No. But you don't want anything in it? No. See, I'm so confused. Foam. I could I never. Hey, when I say dry, that's a Starbucks thing. Uh, when I say, you know, like when I go to Starbucks, that's right. when I order cappuccino drinks, extra dry. So you get this much espresso and this much foam. (laughs) (laughs) I went to a place um, in Tallahassee. Oh, yeah. The Lucky Goat, maybe, was the name of the coffee shop. And I loved it because they had this huge chalkboard on the wall and everything was drawn out. And explained it to you? Yes. So it it was drawn out like what was espresso, how much espresso was in the cup, how much foam was going to be in the cup, how much milk was going to be in the cup. And it's probably one of the only times that I didn't have like order anxiety yeah. because I knew what I was getting. Now, had nobody been in the store and I not had an opportunity to actually stand there and study the board, I still would have been a bumbling <laughs> idiot at the counter and just gotten my plain old vanilla <laughs> latte because I know that that's safe. But it was now I didn't try anything different, but I could have if I wanted to because but I would have known. It was very interesting to be able to see the amount of coffee that. and I love that when it tells me what kind of milk or what kind of milk you can choose. Yes. And the, and what it means, like what all these drinks actually mean. Like yes. Sometimes I get confused. Like cafe latte, what exactly is that? I don't know. But, so we are yeah. um, sleepy. <laughs> we are sleepy. Hence <laughs> <laughs> the coffee. We're because sleepy. it's early in the morning. Um, and that's actually what we're talking about today is sleep. No. And this came to yeah. me the other night because I could not sleep. And when I finally woke up, I woke up in like the most random sleeping position, like on my stomach with one knee up, one arm up, like just, but I was dead asleep at that point. So I don't know what happened, how I transitioned to that position, that that was how I got comfortable. And it got me thinking about like (laughs) what your sleep position says about you. So this, I feel like we went down a rabbit hole. Like (laughs) (laughs) Like when you said that, I was like, well... Okay, you know, I sleep in one position when I say that I turn, but I'm a side sleeper always. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I do catch myself where I'm flat on my back, like, and I'm like looking like this. Like Chad has said a million times, like sometimes I put my hands across my 
chest. Oh, and your it corpse. Freaks, it freaks him yeah. out. And <laughs> he's like, move. Like, <laughs> move over. Because it really looks a little weird. But normally, I'm a side sleeper. When you said that, I was like, oh. But then, really, there is a lot of stuff out there. There was. I was um, surprised. Yeah, it does say research is minimal, like, as far as being, like, legit. Right. So, Whatever we say, take it lightly. As a grain but. of salt, yeah. Just as much as <laughs> what so your cup of coffee said about you. Just, But it's fun. That was fun. Yeah. That was so fun. I love that. So um, most adults are side sleepers. Yeah. Um, I think and it was it, like 54%. Yes. And it did sleepers. say there's a lot, obviously there's a lot of correlation between the quality and the amount of sleep that you get. Yes. And your mental health. A thousand percent. But what they're trying yeah. to link it to is the position that you sleep in, too, which is interesting. interesting. Um, but it was. It was like 54 to 60 percent of adults yeah. are side sleepers. Yeah. Um, That's what I have to And do. that is legit side, like, because there's two different sides that I saw. There's your fetal position side. Yeah. Which is knees bent, arms tucked, mm-hmm. like which is baby. how I sleep. Um, is your legs bent? Yeah, I bend my legs. You don't bend your legs? No. Oh, so you're a log. I feel like I'm a log. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> so log is arms bent, legs extended. Yeah. Well, I have one leg extended. Okay. So I have one up and then one So down. you're like a yarn. But I wonder, maybe that's something else. <laughs> so your fetal position, like I said, is knees bent, arms bent. Yeah. And the characteristics that I saw of this, I didn't love because one of Tell them was more. people with a high BMI. I did see that too. I was like, I, was well, like, I feel like that's a bit of an attack. Um, because the research is not legit. Because it's easier to breathe, (laughs) I guess. That's Um, right. But then they tend to be emotional. Yeah. Um, but also social. And I had compassionate and caring too for side sleeper. I was like, look at us. Yes, we are. Compassionate and caring. Um, yes, (laughs) ma'am. But the log was also social. Yes. Um, Yes. And interacts easily. Open. Yep. But then there's one when you say your leg is out. I read one called the yearner. I read the yearner too. Had the like yearner. you're reaching yep. for something. So either your arms <laughs> or leg is stretched out. Now, when yeah. you say you have a leg up, is it like leg out? Like oh, it's bent. you're an L shape or you're a bent? It's bent. You know, like I have one leg straight and then one leg bent. Okay. It's like a running man almost. Like a power yes. up. Yes. Like you're yes. a Mar- Super Mario power yes. up. <laughs> oh, a thousand percent. That's me. Yes. I love that. I'm just like Mario. <laughs> <laughs> just like him <laughs> now how does chad sleep he can sleep he sleeps all sorts of different ways he'll sleep face up or he's a side sleeper but i'll be honest sometimes he sleeps on his belly too okay it's kind of crazy um i'm a side he sleeper moves, he moves around i would think probably 80 percent of the time he's a side sleeper but i also and gene has told me that he's not that he's seen a lot of people sleep unless this is his hobby mm-hmm. um that he's ever seen another person sleep the way that I sleep, but I'll sleep on my back and then I'll pull my knees up, like sleep with my knees up. And I love to sleep like that. That's one of my favorite sleeping on positions. On your back? On my back with my knees bent. I don't even think I saw that position. I didn't research. either. I looked. I looked <laughs> and I didn't see it. I don't know what this is. <laughs> but Barrett does it too. What? I've been laying in the bed with Barrett not before ever and I've realized yet. that he's put his knees up. Um, that's so funny. So I don't know. So I don't know what that's called. But he, Gina's a back sleeper, which is the soldier. Which is the soldier, yeah. Yeah, straight That's arms right. on your back, which did sound like him because it means they're quiet, reserved, and have high standards. 
And I had confident, independent, and self-assured. Well, that's definitely, yeah. <laughs> there you go, Jean. Your back sleeper. Love it. On your back. B, yes. where do you sleep? Um, I start off on my back. Um, okay. And then I'll occasionally get on my side, but then I end up back on my back. So B's Jean. a backside swapper from the back to the side. Now, now, that's so interesting. Do you feel like your legs get restless when you're on your side or sometimes, when they're straight out? Sometimes I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do sometimes. I feel like if I'm that way, I have to move. I'll move my legs. Right. Like I'll yes. switch which one is up and which one's down. And it doesn't happen yeah. to me every night. So I wonder, is it like a hydration issue? Is it a caffeine issue? Like, cause, uh, But sometimes yeah. I do feel the need that I have to move my legs a little more than sometimes when I just sink it to the mattress and That's die. Right. Yeah. Which is my favorite <laughs> nights. <laughs> well, they do say you have to have a good routine before yes. bed, which includes um, no alcohol two hours before bed and no caffeine one hour before bed. Mm. So I feel like probably some of that. Now, Barrett plays um, a part. is a starfish sleeper. Oh, yes. Arms out, legs out. Uh these people value friendship, yes. are good listeners, and are self-confident. I and I try that. to think, like, when was the last time I just starfished out in the bed? Maybe I would be more comfortable if I just, <sighs> yeah. Just all out. Of course, I have two dogs and a husband. There's I not really a lot of room to this starfish out on my side in the I bed. Dogs yes. and then Chad. and That surprises me that Chad's <sighs> a stomach sleeper. Well, not. I would say that was probably his most rare. Like, I'll catch him in the morning sometimes on his stomach. You know, he's rolled that way. But he goes to sleep on his side. But it does say that what I read about stomach sleepers was that they were rigid. Yeah. So, I have sensitive, emotional, and impulsive. Yes. Borderline yes. brash. Yes. Which I wasn't that sure was what that meant. Is brash, like, crass? Rude? Abrasive. Abrasive? Yeah. Aggressive, my favorite word. Aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> so aggressive. Yes. Yes. So yeah. I thought that was interesting. I do too. I slept on my stomach. I do sometimes like to get on my stomach. Ooh. Now Barrett doesn't sleep with a pillow. He has never slept with a pillow. It's best not to sleep with a pillow. Yes. Yeah, so I do. Yeah. I'm not trying to force that on him. Like he has pillows yeah. on his bed because that's what we do. We make it up and it, you know, has 9,000 pillows on it. Yeah. But when he goes to bed, he pulls all the pillows off and he doesn't sleep with a pillow. Whether that's he's a, on his good. back or his stomach or just starfished out, he doesn't sleep with a pillow so you know how i am with my pillow yes you like, travel with i your have pillow. to no matter where we go yes i have to have my pillow thing in a suitcase I shove and, it in the suitcase yes. because if i don't my neck is like I, it's curved to my neck and so i don't know why i'm i'm obsessed with it but i feel like i can't go anywhere without it <laughs> so i can't imagine and i've tried to sleep with no pillow because they do say that's best um but I don't I know how do you're, that. I don't think you could be a side sleeper and sleep without a pillow. No, that oh, sounds, that's terrible. Yeah. Like talking about a crick in the neck in the morning. Right. Holy moly. Yeah. Not good. And they do, it was interesting. I found that, you know, you're actually taller when you wake up. Like when you first wake up, you are the tallest. If like throughout the day, throughout the day, as you walk, really? your spine compresses. And so you get shorter throughout the day. And as you sleep, it actually elongates back. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm taller. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Where would that behoove Where? you? Like, at Nowhere. what point would you like wake up and have to do something first thing in the morning? Because you got an Nothing. extra inch. <laughs> hey. <laughs> 
Do not do my height in the afternoon. (laughs) I did read that uh, we are, we as humans, people are getting less and less sleep. Uh, Yes. And you say, you know, your body decompresses, your spine elongates in your sleep. There's so many functions that reset in your sleep. Yeah. We're doing ourselves such a disservice by not sleeping. And laying on the couch watching television is not the same as being asleep. Yeah. Because your systems are all still awake. If you're awake, you have to physically be in a deep sleep for yeah. these things to reset. Yeah, um, that's right. And we should get anywhere from eight to 10 hours of sleep. Yeah. And most people only get four to six. Yeah. That's I right. cannot imagine running four hours of sleep. Uh, I kind of think, you know, I had a little episode on, was that yesterday? Yes. Um, so I have arthritis mm-hmm. and I had a little episode yesterday. And when I look back, I was trying to think like how much sleep because I'm on a Netflix binge and I'm not going to bed. So I'm not getting enough sleep. I know. Right. So I tried to focus on that yesterday, but I wonder if that was the reason that I had my little episode yesterday. So that was one of the things. Was oh, it what sleep. I ate or okay. maybe it was sleep for me. Um, that you're not resting. Crazy. Yes. Yes. I, it's So as a child, a baby, they are the ones who need the most sleep. And then it decreases over time. But as adults, mm-hmm. you still, like people say, oh, older adults, they don't need as much. But they really do. Mm-hmm. They still need that at least eight hours of sleep a night. Do um, you have a side of the bed? Yes. What is it? I'm the left side. Oh, that's the majority of women sleep on the left. Uh-huh. I noticed that. And I wasn't sure. Side. It didn't really have any sort of explanation as to why that happens. But we're the, I'm the left side. Um, and I used to like to be furthest away from the door. Mm-hmm. which is yeah. where the left side of our bed was. But, and I don't know where he saw this or where he heard it, but we rearranged our bedroom, not for this reason, but it was one of the benefits that we did that now our bed is facing north. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jean thought that better? was better. <laughs> but now my side, now the left side's closer to the door. So now uh-huh. I'm going to be the first one to be murdered. Me too. Because I'm the our, first one murdered. Yeah, I'm the first one murdered because I'm closest <laughs> to the door. Um but our bed's now facing north. And it's something about the gravitational pull and maybe about how it's pulling your body. And maybe yeah. that's why you wake up taller. Hey, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. really sure. I'm sure it's a Joe Rogan experience <laughs> that talked about this bed facing north. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know that I've been sleeping any better since we've yeah, turned towards turned the moon. <laughs> <laughs> but I am on the left. I'm on the left. Yeah. Are yeah. you guys um, cuddlers? We are. What's we your are. cuddle? So we are you the are, outside spoon? <laughs> I'm not the outside spoon. No, I'm the inside spoon. <laughs> we spoon. He does. So he wraps me up and that's how we go to sleep. And to be completely honest, you know how I am too when I'm away. I right. have pillows behind my back. Oh, so, because I have a dog on one side and I have Chad yeah. on the other. And I must feel something if I'm away from them in order for me to go to sleep. I still sleep with pillows, <laughs> a pillow on my feet. I had a Boston Terrier that slept at my oh. feet for 16 years, uh, and I still put a pillow on my Sarah. feet for the same reason. I yeah. just need that it's that, it's, that sensation yeah, familiar, yeah, that I, something's I down know. there. Yes. Um, what about y'all? Spooning is number one. Spooning is number one, yeah. So and yeah. it says that people that spoon are uh, typically seek intimacy from one another and the spoon is merging into one um so you seek that closeness you seek that intimacy with that person and and true connection um, through the spoon so and then there's the head on the chest 
Uh, which we will watch TV like that, but I can't imagine going to sleep like that. Oh, me either. Mm-mm. My neck would just um, break. But that is concert. someone trying to be supportive and protective. Oh, yeah. Back to back touching. Because some people, you know, there is this whole thing about if you sleep back to back, no touching. Yes. Yeah, is, yeah. A, is a red flag. Or it could just mean that you're a hot sleeper. So don't read That's too right. much into this. But back-to-back touching is mutual respect of each other's space, but still want that connection. Yeah. And I, I can I can relate. Like, we will get hot. You know, Chad's a hot person anyway. And as I get older, I'm getting more hot. It's weird. But sometimes we will go back-to-back, too. Yeah. Occasionally. And yeah. that is because we're hot. Yes. And then once we get cool, we'll go back. And then the, I didn't know this was a thing, that people just sleep, like, face-to-face. Oh, what? This is... <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> for all you out there. That's so cool. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's so my, it's so cool. Pardon my it's reaction. So cool. I know, but they like, sleep face to face, holding oh, no. hands. Uh, they tend to overshare <laughs> in their relationships. What does that mean? And don't overshare. want to miss a thing. I don't know. But I just, all I could think about was waking up with that dragon breath. Like, <laughs> oh my lord, no, no, ma'am, the, ma'am. Do mm-hmm. not share with me anything until you get up, brush no. your teeth. Yeah. One thousand percent. And same thing for me. Yes, me too. Saying I wake up, oh yes, with anything other than straight (laughs) dragon breath. But I'm not. I'm not interested in that. Um, And then there's whole. And sometimes Gina and I will go to bed holding hands. Um, There's some movie I love that it's these older people and they're holding hands. You're not going and they die. (laughs) It's the notebook. Is it? It is the notebook. Yes. Oh my god, I hadn't seen it in years. But I'm like, oh my god, I would love that. I think to go out to go out together, holding holding hands. Yes. I mean, I don't think we're doing it to prepare to pass away in our sleep. But (laughs) no, Gene, that's not what I'm saying. Please, it's just a way to stay connected. If it's hot, yes, that's a way to stay connected. Yes, Yes. we just uh, we'll hold hands or whatever. We live in the South. It's a thousand degrees anyway. It's so hot right now. Yes, terrible. terrible. Um, But I did see that cuddling produces a hormone called oxytocin 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 which is the love hormone which helps build trust and connection yeah which is why they say you should not go to bed angry those types of things that's Um, why they also say like if you're out on a date or whatnot like hold hands yes like it it's that physical touch that Mm -hmm. um yeah and it also strengthens your immune system because it reduces your blood pressure reduces stress so your body has energy to spend fighting off actual environmental factors versus okay. your internal yes, battles. Yes. Um, so if you're not a cuddler in your relationship, try some cuddling. That's exactly right. Yeah. You'll feel better. It'll help you connect. It'll help you overall. What did you learn about bedtime routines and how to get better sleep? So be consistent. You got to be consistent. You got to create a schedule. Try to decrease. So we are terrible in the little house about eating late like when I say late we eat super late mm-hmm. that's not the best way to to be as far as your sleep like having better sleep um they said to like eat I think it was like four hours before bed um oh that's hard three to three to two hours cut off your alcohol and or any caffeine and then the hour before try to decompress like turn off any social media when I say social media any electronic devices right so um do you put on blue light glasses at night no, I don't. Gina started putting I on blue light. I mean, he's been doing it. For, I say started. He's been doing it for a while. Yeah. Probably about eight o'clock, seven, eight o'clock. He puts on blue light glasses. Oh, that's good. So if he is on the phone or we're watching TV or something yeah. like that. And he says, he swears it makes a difference. 
Well, I, that's exactly what they're saying. And I think, you know, when we said some of the research out there is not really good on sleep, like personality ver- right. <laughs> with positions, but that is, that, that is legit, um, like decreasing your light, decreasing your, it, you've got to try to decrease your brain activity. And so in that mm-hmm. goes along with turning things off or, um, no direct light. And, you know, I thought about Hannah, I know we've brought her up many times, but it did say, Go outside mm-hmm. and get, you know, as the sun is going down to prepare you for sleep. It, I guess not tricks your brain. That's not the right word. But gets your brain in that yes. mindset that the day yes. is ending. It's time to close it out exactly. or whatever. Exactly. Now you read something that's better than counting sheep. Well, so, yeah. So I did. And I've tried it. So there was a three, three, three rule. And y'all know. <laughs> I'm not good at the two, two, two rule. So, well, if it involves so, sleep, so, I may be more inclined to try that. So, than. so, what is this three, three, three rule? So, so the three, three, three rule is um, if your mind is racing, mm-hmm. if your mind is racing and you're laying in the bed, you're thinking about work, you're thinking about your family, you're thinking about the things you got to do tomorrow or next week, and and you're again, you just can't stop your mind. The first, if you will pick out three things in the room, if you'll like say them out loud, like let's just say. Um, a ceiling fan, a mirror, the door. And then the next three things you're going to state is what you're what you hear. Mm-hmm. So for me, I listen to noises, so I listen to thunderstorm sounds. So I would of course hear that if I heard like maybe Maddie getting up or maybe a TV outside or something, then I would say that. The third thing, which would be the last three, is moving three parts of your body. Mm-hmm. And so like your hand, your ankle, and your knee. So readjust, readjust. And I have done that twice now and it has really helped. Okay. Like I totally, my mind was clear. Um, now when you state your three things, do you like concentrate on them for a second? Are you like mirror pause ceiling fan? pause I think for me it was just door let me, let me pause. think because it's in dark so what can I see okay so I can see the ceiling fan and I said it I don't think I really pause much it wasn't okay. really a lot of concentration on okay there's the ceiling fan pause there really wasn't um I just stated them I honestly didn't even get to finish like my movements of my body uh and then my mind was clear okay it was just bizarro and so definitely try the three 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 so something just to distract you from your mind racing exactly and you said it best like that is what your brain is trying to do it's trying to it's kind of like your liver it tried to it's detoxifying so all of the things Mm -hmm. in your brain is trying to or your waste i'll say it's that's what it's doing it's it's ridding of your waste. so it's like constantly moving Mm -hmm. constantly going and so try to um get rid of that you're things that take your mind off of that so when you were reading about the better tips did you hear did you hear anything when you were reading (laughs) did you hear anything when you were reading did you read anything about using sound machines or anything Uh, like that to create an atmosphere i I didn't know that i was like you know when we talk about white noise Mm -hmm. um then there was like the brown noise people started talking about and then the pink noise and the blue noise and i'm like what is all these noises what in the world so I did hear like white noise um, is one of the most popular. It's like when a fan, you hear a fan or like the shh of the it. TV. That is white noise. Okay. Um, brown noise is much like you and I listen to. You usually listen to ocean, mm-hmm. right? Um, waves. And I listen to thunderstorms. That's a brown noise. Um, and pink noise. I really can't remember what the heck pink noise was. <laughs> but at the same time, most people do go to white and brown noise to go to okay. sleep. I wonder if pink noise is like city noise. 
Because when Gene and I were trying to find a sound the other day, there was like all kind like who wants to listen to. Oh, I get it wrong. I kid. I kid. No. (laughs) Scratch it. Just forget the last segment. So sorry. No, I said it wrong. White noise and pink noise. So white noise is. So white noise is what I said, fans. Pink Uh noise is what you and I listen to. Um, Thunderstorm sounds, ocean sounds, whatnot. And then um, brown noise is um, like strong uh, waterfalls or low roaring, which to me can be the same. You use it for the same thing. So white, pink, and brown noise is used for relaxation and sleep. So a lot of people do it. There was like a tone. I do it. On the phone uh, for a, a sound it gave me the most anxiety. It just was like uh, a. Mm, oh, no, no. Oh, no, no, mm, ma'am. No, I feel like that was the sound I was going to be murdered to. Like it just, I feel like the light should have been flashing <laughs> red and then just somebody was coming in the door. Like no. it just, it, yeah. uh, I was immediately heightened, which is funny how some sounds can relax you and it some can, you know, yes. set you into a tailspin. Yeah. It's very easy for me to go down. <laughs> I think I was in a hotel one time and I heard it was it was a street light, <clears throat> but it was making that humming noise mm-hmm. and it drove me insane. Yep. I had to turn my noises up. Yes. I can't do it. I cannot I hear that. So yeah. so yeah. So try noises for sure. If um I was like, what makes the color of the noise? Like what right, is it? Yeah, what is it? But dis- it's the frequency. Like so B probably totally knows about this, but like if you're listening to something, the frequency, like if it's high or low, creates a color in which that is where that comes from. So I'm like, what does it even mean? Why is it a color? Okay. And so we know like the colors, pink noises. Yes, we love pink noises. Of course we do. Of course we do. Of course we do. Isn't that perfect? How could I not remember that? <laughs> <laughs> but yes. A little bit about sleep. Okay. I know. So sleep on your side and cuddle. Yes. And listen to pink noise. Exactly. Cut out caffeine. Left side is always best too. That's best for your heart. I do wonder about that because, you know, I do love an Alani or a Celsius and I typically have one every day about mm, three, four Uh o'clock. And I've been wondering if that was too late in the day. And that may be why my legs are twitchy when I try to lay down and go to sleep. Probably so. And the other day I didn't even realize this. I was walking through Lowe's Saturday. I was trying to get, um, I was buying like some pots to repot the plant and I redid my dining room table over the weekend and I had literally had an empty cup of coffee in the cart that I had drank on the way there and walking around the store and just stopped at the refrigerator and got a Celsius and started drinking it before I knew it. And I was like, oh, I'm never going to sleep again. And I really did. I slept <laughs> like crap. I started oh, Suits. I watched oh. three episodes of Suits. Oh, just I wait. read some John Deloney. Um, yes. So I slept terribly but i had had ninety seven thousand grams of caffeine in yes. 15 minutes <laughs> but it was you earlier really, in the day i mean right, it was like two right. or three o'clock but i don't that's think right. it mattered at that point i had just stacked it to i might as well have had like one of those stingers from the gas station <laughs> you will never sleep too much too much yes so if anybody has any bedtime routine yes. uh things that they find helpful or things that they have found work for them to improve their sleep quality um, post yeah. them on our Facebook page. Absolutely. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Yes. Again. That's right. You guys have a great week. That's right. Sleep better. That's right. Enjoy the chaos. Don't forget to follow the chaos on Instagram at Enjoy the Chaos Podcast underscore 22. Facebook, Enjoy the Chaos with April and Sarah. YouTube, Enjoy the Chaos with April and Sarah. And don't forget to follow the blogs on the website at www.enjoythechaospodcast.org.